<laughs> welcome back, welcome back. This is uh, your boy KG. Uh, this is Phil Harris. And the building was good. Yeah. We're talking here, male archetypes. <clears throat> We're going to talk about changing that in a second. But uh, we got some good topics today. We're talking about grudges, holding grudges and being unbothered, like with the Marion situation. It's flirting, cheating. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and also, the nice guy. What about Ooh, the nice guy? What about the work? nice guy? I used to be one of those back in the day. Alright. Man. The nice guy is, uh, nice guy or... The nice guy or pushover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go right into it then. Uh it's flirting cheating. I had a coworker ask me that one day. She said, uh, Mrs. Smith, um, do you consider flirting cheating? And before I answered, <laughs> you gotta take in everything in, into account. Because people say, Well, to this extent it is cheating, to this extent it's not cheating. If your spouse was to do the same thing, would you be upset? But then again, if you say it's not cheating. So I took everything into account. Uh, ultimately, I, I think it's a case-by-case case basis. I don't think that's something that you can answer with a flat yes or a flat no when it comes to that. Um, because typically, men are the hunters. So we don't always realize when women are trying to flirt with us. Yeah. <laughs> so we could take it as a woman. A lot. Of, I know it's going to be a lot of sisters out there who... Like, y'all know, y'all know when I'm on flirting with y'all. When you hear a life of, oh, no, I'm just being nice, I'm just being cool to you, and it's not me flirting with you, you know, you really don't know because we're always hunters. I mean, I guess my way, because, like, when I when I look up the word flirt, you know, I'm one of those people that, you know, look in the dictionary, you know, I'm, I'm, when I hear a word, I'm like, no, let me, let me assess the true meaning. Um... You're behaving in a way that you see someone, you know, that you're attracted to someone. You know what I mean? And um, a lot of times people say, you know, it's not serious. It's just flirting. But it's like, (laughs) baby, what you doing? You know what I'm saying? It's not serious, but you know what I'm saying? You gave my man the wink. You know what I mean? So... Choosing signals. Like we, choosing we, signals. We spoke about that before, so. Yeah, so it's like, to me, a choosing signal is, is open invitation, you know? I can, you, you, let's, you know, come play with me, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, I have a, um, I have a co-worker who told me one time how she admitted she would sleep with um, this one guy and all. She was like, yeah, you know, because it's, it's, it's not wrong with, you know, you got to be truthful with yourself, who, who you would sleep with. But yet, you know, she said she went over to a spot one time. Um, and the thing is, she has a boyfriend. Or she had a boyfriend at the time. And I'm like, yo, I would consider that cheating. That's because cheating. you're my girl. You're over a guy's house you, who you admittedly would sleep with. And you're saying nothing happened or whatnot. But regardless, do you understand the implications of that? And it's about how you make people you look. You, you, you make your spouse look a fool if they're going to stay with you for that. So... In that situation, it definitely is. I mean, yeah, like if you if you go to a if, if I'm like your boyfriend, right, and you go to um, you go out of state and you get an Airbnb, you know what I'm saying, with somebody, and 
you know, this is a guy that she found attractive. This is a guy that you used to talk to, or, you know, y'all had some type of feelings for or something like that. Like, to me, that's cheating. Whether anything happened or not, it's the fact that you're attracted to this person. You went out of your way <clears throat> to go where they were, spend a, a, a weekend with them, basically, because, you know, you hear people do it all the time. It's like, oh, yeah, I was at Airbnb or so, or I went over to his house to do this, or I just did it. It's like, nah, like, you, it's an open attraction. You, you're cheating. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I look at it. I, you know, women will come up and say, oh, you're wrong. It's like, honestly, I don't really give a fuck. I don't care um, because, you know what I'm saying, at this point in my life, <laughs> it, it's either my way or no way. I, I used to be the whole, like, uh, you know, oh, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. You know, the nice guy, which we're going to talk about later, but nah, that, that's so dead. Like, I just don't, yeah. I think if, because if, if, because uh, she asked me to, um, the one co-worker who asked me about um, is flirting and cheating. I said, if we're going to make a line through the sand about this, I feel like when you get nervous about telling your spouse, because it's not being whipped up one night. It's called communication, talking to your spouse. If you get nervous about talking to your spouse about the situation, then, yeah, to me, that's cheating. That's cheating. Case in point, if 60-year-old, you know, uh, Eustace, you know, invite you out and you're like yeah i'm going out with 60 year old uses you know she just want to grab some drinks you wouldn't feel nervous about that but if you know 24 year old janae was like hey i want to go out with drinks with you this out there and you feel nervous because you know she's bad you know she's stacked and whatnot mm-hmm. and you feel nervous about telling your spouse then i'm saying yeah that's cheating yeah. <clears throat> um it's it is all about intentions but it's also how things look. It's also how it looks. And, and, and a lot of people don't realize this whole flirting deal, you can say it's not serious or whatever, how you want to, how you want to say it, but, you know, when you're in a relationship with somebody or you, you got something going on with someone, to me, the goal is to not embarrass that person yeah. or put that person in a predicament where other people can question your loyalty. You know, everybody wants to say, oh, it shouldn't matter what everybody else thinks, you know? We care about each other. We care about each other. But it's like if you're constantly putting a man or a woman through um, a situation where people are like, yo, like, what, what is she doing? What, what is he doing? You know what I mean? Like, that's a little weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, that, I mean, you're just being outright disrespectful to your partner. And uh, that's just sad. Like, it's just, it's just really sad. Um, and at some point, it's like, you know, we have to grow up and understand, like, it's not always about us and what we want to do. You know, the point is when you get in a relationship or you get into a relation or whatever you're doing, you know what I'm saying? Gotta take the other person's thoughts into account. You know, some people were raised a certain way. Some people, you know, go through certain things and it's easy to say, oh, you gotta get over it. You gotta get over it. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. It's, it's, it's easy to say that, but isn't the point of a relationship is to, you know, to understand that individual? And to try to make things, you know, fair between the two of you. You got some people that just try to manipulate the relationship just for themselves. That's true. And that, to me, that's just the worst type of individual. That's a low-down piece of trash. That's just how I look at it. But you got a lot of relationships that are like that. So (laughs) another reason why I'm not in one. I don't don't, know. 
Uh, well, <clears throat> I think with both of us, it takes a t special type of woman. But you get a lot of people out here who <clears throat> they understand the way things look. And even in, the, even in the aftermath of a relationship, let's say you're with somebody, you know, I'm with a girl and <clears throat> she's flirting and she's with other guys. Oh, well, it's not cheating. It's just flirting. If we break up and now I find out aftermath, she's not sleeping with those guys. That tells me you had intentions on sleeping with them from the get-go. And yes, that now that... That's cheating. It, that it, was it's cheating. retroactively, you cheated. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yo, you... you. <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, nothing's going on. But as soon as we're done, you know what I'm saying, you at Yo's crib or, or he's your rebound. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what? Like, so, but you weren't cheating, right? In my field, in my occupation, uh, me being a school teacher, I work with a lot of women. Mm -hmm. I think of it as house phone rules. Back when, you know, for those who are so young, they don't remember when places had house phones. You know, you don't call somebody after a certain time. You don't text somebody after a certain time. And I try to think of those. Uh, unless it's really work-related, look, I'm not saying nothing slick. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. And that's out of respect for that situation. Exactly. Because I don't... Look, I'm not trying to deal with the foolishness of, are you trying to sleep with this person? Are you, are you trying to sleep with my wife? Um, <clears throat> so, with flirting, if I was to flirt with anybody... Especially because we talk about a workplace. You got to be careful. You got to be smart with, you know, everything out here. But, you know, I, I have to say yes. <clears throat> when people talk about harmless flirting, I consider if you're going to say harmless flirting, it's something with somebody who you just run run across. You know, you may see a woman in a store and you may give her a compliment. Something like that. But somebody at your job, is it could be real messy. And there's such, there's such a great area there because... Be believe it or not you're saying you spend majority of your time with people at work you're most jobs are eight hours so you're saying you, you spend eight hours with them more than likely 40 hours a week <laughs> yeah more than likely 10 hours we've been practical because you got the travel time then the time you don't you don't just get to your job nine to five so we'll say at least eight fifteen till maybe five twenty. So almost ten hours a day, fifty hours a week that you're spending with people. Mm -hmm. You you know, then you got travel time to and from home. That's that's now twelve hours if your job is an hour or less. That's now twelve. And then <clears throat> depending on your spouse's work schedule. So you spend a lot of times with these people, and and for you to be flirting or stepping out is I say it's it's a gray line, but it's I gotta lean more so in the in the yes direction. Because if, if your spouse walked in right now, on you on you uh, flirting with somebody, would they be happy with it, or how would they respond? Exactly. Because I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. In these cases, and I look at I look at women, for example, right? You know what I'm saying? Y'all probably gonna be like, "Oh, he's attacking us again. Feel such a jerk." All right, whatever. You know. But I've been in situations where. I've dealt with women who, you know what I'm saying, I watch them flirt, right? I don't say nothing because for real, for real, I don't really care, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know what I'm there for, you know what I'm saying? I comes the mission until the mission's done, you yeah. feel me? Like, that's just how I am. But it's crazy to me how I can see women flirt. And to them, it's harmless, right? 
But when a woman flirts with me, or like a woman flirts with a guy in general, those same women that were flirting become so insecure. Yeah. They get so upset. And it's like, what are you doing? Why are you, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, whoa, calm your horses. Were you not just, wasn't your uh, flirting just harmless? Maybe hers is harmless. You know what I'm saying? So why why is it such an issue, you know, that the person's flirting with me? You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> it's because a lot want that, uh, a lot of them want the attention that you get. They don't want your attention elsewhere. Um, I have, for those who, who do know me, know I have, or, well, for those who don't know me, I have more than one job. I work between several schools. I do security. I have several jobs. So, at one of my occupations, there's one female who is uh, passive-aggressive because she's flirting with me like crazy and to the point where, you know, other female co-workers notice and some of the male co-workers have noticed. Oh, that's dangerous. <laughs> so, she's, she flirts with me like crazy and I don't give that same energy back because I realize she just wants my energy. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want me. And so, what she's done now is she's become passive-aggressive. To my other female staff staff members, my other female coworkers, and she thinks that it's uh. And this is everyone that's that that she feels close to you. Yeah. Okay. Like, I was sitting up there having a conversation with uh, two of my coworkers one day, and she pulls me aside to help her out with something. Like physically, grabbed me and pulled me aside just to get me away from them. Um, she'll try to call for assistance when another female is near her, who she feels you know, threatened by. And the thing is, you know, I keep it. I don't sleep with coworkers. But she does a lot of, it's really, she's really towing that line between flirting and, look, listen, you really are, you know, bothering me aggressive, aggressively. Then the thing is, I've known that she's had boyfriends at this time and I never take the bait of um, her flirting, her flirting with me because it's like, I'm not trying to deal with that, all, all that extra Extracurricular nah, foolishness, nah, but man. but she constantly flirts, and like I said, it's to the point where other female coworkers know notice, and they told me like they tell me what she does. And I'm like, she's not passive aggressive to me at all. Oh, no, nah, you you the you the object of her attention. Yeah, you know what I'm saying you 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 are exactly what she wants. You know what I'm saying, and she gonna make sure she blocks everyone from you, because that's how you know it's, it's strategy. She knows what she's doing. And it, the the thing is. The other females, they don't want me. They just look at me as a friend. But she doesn't know that, mm-hmm. you know. So if I take a picture with one coworker or another coworker, oh, I seen this coworker at an event. Let's take a picture together. Oh, she's she's up in arms about it. She does anything possible to get my attention. She will. Uh, she called me in into her office when another female was in there working, just to just to have that female see me. Uh, helping her out and I'm like okay well I'm gonna still speak to her too yeah I'm gonna still speak to both but your flirting is doing too much especially for somebody who one week you telling me you got a boyfriend another week you're not telling you're telling me you're single okay how would your boyfriends feel if they walked in and saw you just like trying to grab me up like that you know they probably won't go upside her head and I don't even I do not condone that at all no. but there's some guys out here that are like that you know, it's like, oh, word, cool. Bop, you know what I mean? I've seen it. I've, I've seen it? Well, I, when I was in Atlanta, 
Um, I pray I never see that because for real, for real, I'm, <laughs> that would be a haunting image in my head for real, for real. I was in Atlanta and a couple of my homeboys, I was to, I was out for just a, a walk, you know, seven, eight o'clock at night. I was out for a walk, and my homeboys, it was two of them and, and three girls, and they're like, yo, you know, we need a third, this and the third, you know, we want to set you up. And, she, and it wasn't no grenade run either. It was she was actually beautiful. I was like, sure. You know, set me up. I'm talking with her. She's enjoying the night. She's she loving my vibe and all. And then we get back to um, parking lot. We sang out between um, the three colleges, the AUC colleges. And we get out and we start talking some more. You know, I've already gotten the number and all. And we talking about next time. Some dude walks up and, and oh, what's what's going on here? Smacks up this and third. What's going on? And she's just immediate. Oh, baby, he's just a friend. There's nothing between us. Is there? So I'm starting to like. I have a real analytical, fast-thinking mind, fast processing. So I'm immediately like, oh, this, she must have a boyfriend already, you know. Because that ain't no brother smack. So so she's, um, yeah, it's just a friend. So he turns to me to ask me. I'm like, yeah, we just cool, yo. Like, that's it. You know, our, the people I'm with, they come over to find out what's going on. The people he's with comes over to find out what's going on. I'm like, yeah, you know, she, um, we just cool. We was all just hanging out. That's it. And I'm like, um. And I'm and I'm just looking at the situation like I'm a little bit disappointed. Well, I am disappointed because I'm like, yo, you got a whole boyfriend, and you out here with me. I can't just call people up to just come up, down here and fight. <laughs> like if you was if I'm back home doing the island, like yo, um, I need you here for a second or whatnot. But yeah, you got a whole boyfriend you out with me. You're putting my life in danger. You know what? That's 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 a good topic to even uh, to walk on, um, fellas. You gotta be smart out here and, and by smart I mean be very um learn to avoid certain situations I I, I have a, a a line brother of mine or you know like a brother of mine um you know ha, ha, I'm in a frat um I have a brother of mine that uh was in a situation where he was in Baltimore and I think it was like some bloods you know what I'm saying that that was outside um, of wherever, whatever establishment he was at, and the girl, like the bloods, trying to talk to the girl or whatever, and um, she, you know, she's trying to talk him off or get him off of her or whatever, and that's fine, you know what I mean? Do your thing, Shawty, but you know, my live brother who was by himself, it's like because he happened to be in the area, she's pointing at him like that's her man, and so the one dude who's got like four other dudes with him, he's like, well, I don't give a fuck, and. You know, for my 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 brother to call me and, and, and say that, you know what I'm saying? I'm in Silver Spring. You know, I'm worried about him because I'm like, yo, like, you know, 5 on one yeah. it's bad odds. You know what I mean? On top of that, it's it, it's more of a thing where, you know, this girl just got my bro in trouble and he had no idea what was going on. But she just brought him into the mix. Like, oh, yeah, I'm with him. Like, ladies, I understand, you know, y'all, y'all want to try to keep yourself safe and I think I've seen posts before where it's like you know girls say oh like if I if we walk up to you and we act like we're close to you like just go along with it because we're trying to protect ourselves or whatever but it's like yeah I mean that's cool I guess if it's a one person but when it's like five people ten people you know more than more than one like you should not be putting another man at risk like that and so fellas you gotta learn how to avoid that stuff you know I don't necessarily be like try to get away from me but yeah so <clears throat> I I touch on it 
what I think you're you're getting at is don't go approach that situation blindly and, and ghetto like, hey, get away from my woman. But you got to be smart. I think about, um, what's that movie? Um, Temptation, mm-hmm. where the three guys were trying to mess with his wife. And he was like, yo, let's keep walking, ignore him. And, third, and she wanted him to fight. Like, the dude she was cheating on him with, how the dude she was cheating on him with, it was uh, Juicy Smollier's sister. She starts a movie. Oh, man. And she cheats on her husband with this other guy. Um, and he ends up fighting a guy just who ran into her with his bicycle by accident. And he just goes all out fighting. But when she's with her husband, it's three guys around, you know, trying to get out the wife. And they're, they're saying stuff. My thing is, they're not touching your wife. So he's like, he walked, he walked. She's like, why didn't you defend me? Well, it's, it's three on one. You got to be smart. I know it's a lot of women that look like, oh, well, be a man, this, that, third. Baby girl, I got a life. I got a family. I will be a man. The most I could say in that situation, if a woman, hey, pretend you're my man, is let's go, baby. You know, Man, but I, I can't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put my life at risk and try to fight seven, eight, nine guys, five guys. Yeah, I'm not going to war for you. Yeah, you know what I mean, not not in no situation like that. Like I, I'll go to war for you. You know, like I said, if it's one one to one, or if a guy puts his hands on you, then me as a protector, that is my that is yes. my duty. That is my duty to honor that. You know what I'm saying? But you know that whole you know, well they're just talking trash. You need to step up and fight for me. I'm looking at you like, like you don't care about me. That's how yeah. I look at it. You don't care about me at all. And for real, for real, I'll just keep walking. Leave your ass there. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't care about my health. Because yeah. think about it like this. I was fine before I met you. I'll be fine when you're gone. If you leave off something like that. You know what I'm saying? You know the crazy thing is? Shorty kept um, the, the one from um, Atlanta. She kept hitting me up. And the thing is, it's like, nah, I don't want to, nah, like, nah. you're choosing to stay with this abusive guy. And I went down to Atlanta, maybe like four or five years later, is, uh, I went to see my sister from, from my birthday. I was like, I wanted to go to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking to campus, and she was still with you. And I'm just like, wow, like, some people stay in abusive relationships. I know a couple from Atlanta who, <laughs> who are married now. They both have successful jobs, but I know he's with bit abusive for her. But the thing is, because women are going to say, well, it's your place to step in. It's not my place to step in at all. If she's happy, you know, she's happy. Um, My thing is, in life, you make choices. So it's like, if you choose to stay in that situation, if you choose to, to, you know, um, go along with it, to expect me to be the hero. Heroes. You know, on TV, heroes, you know, they win. You know, Jack Reacher goes out and beats up the six guys. You know what I mean? But in real life, yeah. you got heroes that die left and right. You know what I'm saying? And it's not about being a coward. It's just, you just got to be smart. smart. I be smart. Like, I love me. Yeah. And I have to love me more than I love you. You know what I'm saying? And Because you love yourself more than you love me. You want me to be a hero for you and don't even know you. You know what I'm saying? So, so brothers, we're saying be smart about your de- decisions, who you mess with. You know, don't get involved in something where she could put you. You're like, we're saying if you're in a relationship, as far as the outside situation, like, hey, she randomly called you. Hey, that's a, 
that's a situ- case by case situation. But as far as your woman, you got to be smart about it. Some of these guys, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to guilt trip them because you know they they gonna mess up. They gonna be like, man, whatever. I mean, if I care about her or she's bad, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go along with it. Man, you a fool, fam. You are a fool, bro. I, um, I listened to this guy who was in jail once, and he said. He was in jail because I think I was watching Beyonce yesterday. He said he was in jail for uh, murder or a step underneath a murder. Uh, he saw a guy disrespecting a girl in a bar. He stepped in to save her. He punched the dude. The dude ended up hitting a few things on his way to the ground. Dude ended up dying. He was like, "Guess what? I'm in jail." Didn't even know the shit. I, I tried to do the whole chivalrous. I'm a defender. Didn't even know the shit, and I'm in jail for that for life. Because it counts, you know. And you don't even know the situation prior to. You don't even know if she was right or wrong. Yeah. You just hear a woman in the street. And that's what I'm saying. Like, these nice and shining armors. Like, it's got to stop, fellas. Yeah. It's got to stop, man. Because I've, I've watched too many guys, you know, try to be the hero. And so, they fail miserably. Somebody who's all who's a, once a victim, all I'm not... Yeah, once a victim, always a victim. Always. It's a, it's a lot of women out here who w- want to play that victim stuff. And we're saying, fellas, you can't be a savior because you believe, and this is what it is, men want to be saviors because they feel like if I save her, then I'll get the love that I deserve. If I save this woman here, she's going to treat me like I'm Superman and mm-hmm. show me the love and affection I deserve. Mm-hmm. And that to, that is psychologically impeding. Very. It's a... Uh, it's a, I mean, it's a hero complex. It's almost like, uh, like how we were talking about earlier, financial abuse. If a guy makes all the money and he can do what he wants, and because his wife, she doesn't know how to do anything, so she's dependent on him. So that's almost like a sort of financial abuse. It's like heroic abuse. It all oh, as long as I save her. Yeah. It all comes down to ego, trying to satiate your own ego. I'm the hero. I'm the breadwinner. I'm the man. You know what I mean? Like. Fellas, you gotta be comfortable in your skin enough to know who you are, yeah, and know your limitations, know your strengths, but know your limitations. And a lot of you guys, or or a lot of guys in general, they don't understand that; they're not cognizant of it. And then they put themselves in situations where, ultimately, you know, yeah, the worst. They're they're in in bad bad situations, you know. And I'm not saying that like I've never been that guy because. Yeah. I have. And I'm sure Canel has. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we learn from our mistakes. Um that that's actually a great topic to uh to segue into the nice guy. Mm-hmm. And our next topic, the nice guy. So I hear a woman say all the time, I feel you can hear it, so like we say it all the time. Um <laughs> I just nice wanna I just want a nice guy to send a girl third, a guy who respects me, a guy who, you know, does this send a third for me. And we're going to talk about uh, what is the men and women, what a nice guy is. Because when I typically hear women saying, to some of my female friends that I've heard say it, this is the cold hard truth. When I hear you say it, I immediately, I immediately shut off. I cringe. Because you don't want a nice guy. You want a safe guy. Think about the movie, She's Out of Your League. And she ultimately admits to him at the end, like, because um, he was wondering, how could you like to... to like me, how could you ever want to date me? And she admits that, you know, yeah, you were a safe guy. I know I, I don't have to worry about you cheating. I don't have to worry about you doing X, Y, and Z like my past boyfriends. So that tells us you didn't want a nice guy. You wanted a safe guy. 
completely different. So when I hear women say, oh, I want a nice guy, to me, they're really saying, I want a safe guy. I want a guy that just doesn't do what my ex did. And I feel like ultimately it comes down to uh, live while they can until it's time that they should be in a situation where they need a safe guy. So then they run to that safe guy. And then they settle for that safe guy deep down knowing that they desire what they were dealing with in their past. You know, I, I, I hear a lot of women say, you know, going back to you know what you said earlier, they say how they want a nice guy, but then when they get a nice guy, then they complain and say, well, he's not man enough. Yeah. You know, he doesn't, he, he just, he's so nice. It's like, what do you want? What do you want? Do you want the asshole? Do you want the nice guy? What do you want? You know what I mean? Like, make up your mind. That, I've spoken to uh, several women and some have ultimately admitted that's what they mean when they say they want the nice guy. So, fellas, that's a, that's a little bit of uh, insider trading for you. Uh, when you fellas, write... be both. Yeah. <laughs> be be like, both. Because we, we, have a, we have a condition in society where we confuse. Like, what we think is a nice guy is a guy who's not masculine, a guy who doesn't do, um, who isn't rough. Women typically choose that asshole, fellas. Another inside of the show, uh, info. Women typically choose that asshole because they confuse him being a dickhead with security. Oh, he's going to make me feel secure because he's a dickhead to other people. And that's really not it whatsoever. You can be a nice guy and say, I've met some nice guys who, who will beat the hell out of you. You talk to their woman the wrong way. Or you violate them. Yeah. You know saying? Like, I'm going to say it right now. I'm not a thug. But I'll drop one. You know what I'm saying? If he cross me, I'll drop one. If he if he ain't got a strap on him, he gonna have to go with me. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just how I feel. That's perfect, my pride. Perfect that. example. Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan. Yeah. They nice guys, but they nice guys, but you know what I mean? They can go to war in a minute. You know what I mean? I, I just it's just uh Fellas, we, we think being a nice guy is well, also tying into the both what what being a nice guy is is when we do everything for her. Oh, I gotta pay all the bills. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. You know, I gotta take her here. Um, I gotta pick up a laundry. You know, wash her dog. That's what you guys consider being a nice guy. No, you can be nice and have principle. Yes, <laughs> that's the key thing. Have principle. Have principle. Yeah, let's go out on a date here, or, or you know, I know that you were sad about the death of somebody. I just decided to make you a quote. quote. Or something like that. Yeah, that's called being a nice guy, and that you can still keep your principles. Or your to masculine that. frame, yeah. Yeah. But when you when you just go out of your way doing everything, uh, I'm gonna tell you like this, fellas. They won't respect that. They don't appreciate it. It may be sweet for like the first few times, but after a while, it be, it's predictable. And the thing is, and you know. I hate to say this, but it's the truth. Like, you gotta constantly switch it up on, on them. Like, women are naturally emotional, emotional creatures. So you can control the emotion. You, 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 you're right where you want to be. You know what I mean? Like, man, we have to be logical. But in the world we live in today, it seems like the women are becoming more logical and the men are becoming more emotional. And so it looks like nowadays the women are controlling the men. You know what I'm saying? That's a feminized and, and, mindset. And that's why we're here because we want to spread that knowledge. We don't. We don't want to see our, our guys going through it. 
know, I watch guys wife up chicks and or have baby moms from toxic women. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and they're going through it. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it's just crazy, like, what, what goes on around, you know? So, you know, we just want to spread the, 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 the knowledge, idea yeah. or the knowledge that, look, man, you can still be a nice guy, quote, unquote, but still be a man. I'm saying, because I just I'm tired of seeing these so-called nice guys just being completely sweet and head over heels, and then they're the ones that get hurt. Yeah, it's it's a framework. It's a framework for thought, mm-hmm. um, because it's automatically assumed if you're single, you know, if you're a single guy, like oh well, KG, you're single. I don't see you trying to really wife anybody up. It's automatically assumed. Oh, you're a hoe, this, that, and the third. The, 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 the label thing, when we, and that's actually good to add on, the label thing, when women label guys, is typically to bring us down. Fellas, that, that's, that, that's, yeah, that's that, always, not typically. Always. So when it, her saying, oh, well, you're a hoe because you don't have a girlfriend, you don't want a girlfriend. And I tell one all the time, I would love to get a, a girlfriend. I would love to get a wife. I would love to settle down. There's nothing wrong with having a girlfriend. I just haven't met the right one. So don't call me a hoe because I'm single and I'm doing single things. You calling me a hoe is you trying to bring me down so that you can see me with somebody. Whereas when guys are typically, well, when guys are saying labels, it's just, that's just what it is. You did X, Y, and Z. You you slept with three of my, three guys in a frat and whatnot who all know each other. Yeah, you're a hoe. It ain't to be like, oh, well, damn, so I can see with you. It's just, oh, well, you're a hoe. But me sleeping with, what is that movie? Getting played. Oh, he's a hoe because he slept with all three of those women. Is that in the third? Man, he's single. He's <laughs> single. And my, and my thing is, why? My thing my thing with this whole situation when women say stuff like that, it's like, why do I have the monkey branch? Yeah. Why do I have the monkey branch? Why I got to go from one thing to the next immediately and, 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 and be situated? I'm not bringing that toxic energy to someone else. I think as men or as Men and women in general, like people in general, need to heal from their their circumstances before you go, before you even engage that realm of you know being with someone else because you're just gonna carry baggage from your last situation. I dated a chick that, you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> she was always talking about her boyfriends, her ex boyfriends. You know, one supposedly, you know, was putting his hands on her. The other was, you know, constantly uh, uh, trolling or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, this is the only girl I've ever dealt with that ever brought some shit like that to me. And as a man, it used to blow me. Like, I ain't gonna hold you. I would, I used to be, like, I used to be just mad as shit. Cause I'm like, why are you talking to me about this shit? I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't care if he punched you in the face at this point because... For real, for real, like, you stay. You're not with them. You know what I'm saying? You stay, and you're not even there anymore. So I don't even want to hear about the the, the, the court cases. I don't don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, Shawty would ask me, and I'm like, man, like, why you, you know, why are you worried about, yo? That man probably living his life now. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, the other ex that would constantly hit her up, or, you know what I'm saying, DM her or something like that. It's just like, you keep entertaining it. But then you get mad and say, well, he gets on my nerves. You keep talking to him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for me, like, in my case, I'm looking at you like, you the fool. And, of course, I'm not going to take you serious. And, of course, honestly, mentally, I should have been a man enough to say, you know what, I don't even want this shit. Like, leave me alone. But, like, 
I didn't want to be a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> I stayed longer than I should have. You know what I'm saying? We but, get we get afraid of consequences. Well, not consequences. We get afraid of what we're going to be looked like. Yeah, If man. we decide to you leave. Get, you get dragged, bro. But, you get dragged. But it, it, the, truth, the truth about, like, men know how to be by, by, by themselves. And that's typically yeah. men bury their emotions from a bad relationship. They'll bury in sex. Yeah. You, you can agree to that? Yeah. yeah. You look at power, you look at ghosts, man. Yeah. They'll bury it in, okay, <laughs> I just want to sleep with the other woman. Yeah. But they're not trying to keep them long. Um no. compared to women who they'll go to another guy. Yeah. And, and bring it. on the drama from the last situation. Yeah. And then that guy has to hear about it. And honestly, her and that guy aren't gonna last because That's true. Because she's still hurt over. She's still hurt over the other guy. You know what I mean? It, it's just it it's just terrible, man. And you got guys who, like a savior, are yeah. there like, oh, it's okay. I'm different from them. Man, you about to get finessed, homie. Like, <laughs> straight up. Like, When I was younger, I say being, being a saver was my thing. But now it's like, look, I'm not trying to save you from anything. If you're not coming to me healed up from your past relationship, I'm not going to deal with you. And it t- just me personally, I don't even want to deal with you sexually because... Mm-hmm. Toxic. Yeah, like you're gonna bring some type of energy to me. Talk, um, so upset from your past. Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with that. My thing is, I can save you from the world, but I cannot save you from yourself. Exactly. I cannot save you from yourself. And when I say the world, like if a family member dies or something like that, I'm there for you. I will be there for you. But I can't save you from your own to- toxicity. I can't. You know what I'm saying? I can try to help expose it to you, but. Let's be honest. A lot of women can't handle accountability. They're just not accountable creatures. True. It has to be someone else's fault. Yo, I said that on social it, media. It has to be someone else's They can never say, hey, you know what? I had my part in this situation. It's, no, it was all him. It was all everyone else. Like, it was never, it was never me. I was, I was bamboozled, finesse, played with. It's like. No, you made decisions too. Yeah. You made and, and you made majority of the decisions. But you don't want to accept that, right? Because you don't want to get the you played your part in this. I've met I've met guys who have admitted, um, yeah, yeah, you know, I cheated, I messed that up. And they'll typically say, Well, they cheated because of X, Y, and Z. Some just are cheaters. But yeah, for the guys who feel like they cheated because of a reason I tell them that's where they messed up at. My advice is to men, when something's when it's that bad in a relationship, get out. Bounce. Don't cheat. Don't give her a reason, nothing like that. Uh, choose to leave willingly. Because when I say don't give her a reason, she's going to be upset at you no matter what. Yeah. Let's make that cold hard, you know, cold like cold hard fat. Yeah. But when you cheat, if your woman has treated you wrong, she's abusive, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. The second you cheat, you throw off all everything she's done, and now the relationship is broken up because you cheated. And a lot of them say, "Oh well, you could have just talked to her this and that and the third. Uh, it's it's easy. It it it's not that easy because it's not as easy as you think because you're always men are afraid to talk and communicate and open up because you're afraid. Oh, this is somebody I like, and they're not gonna like this, so I'm gonna leave." I look at it like this. Womanhood protects feminism yeah. forever. That, 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 that's just what it is. So when it comes out that you cheated, my man, just understand. Yeah. They don't care about what happened prior to that. Prior to you cheating, 
They don't care about the hell she put you through or everything that she she did to play you. They just looking at you cheated. You know what I'm saying? Like if you did her if you did her no harm and she comes out and says, "Well, I'm pregnant." They don't care what she t- technically did to you prior to the situation. The off the the obvious answer is going to be, "Well, he should just be there for his kid. He should just be there. He should just be there because as a man, that's what he's supposed to do." And in reality, it's like, look, the reason I might not be talking to this shorty is because she's this toxic. I'm not abandoning the kid. I would never abandon a child. But I got to protect my peace, too. I can't just give up my peace for some trifling-ass girl. You know what I'm saying? Especially if she's, you know what I'm saying, on some toxic energy. I, I I see it. I see it happen all the time. I got a coworker who ended up getting his uh, he him and his girl for a while were together for a while. They ended up breaking up. She hit him up. I want to say two weeks or maybe like two months later, mm-hmm. saying she's pregnant. You know, so he ended up relocating because of her <laughs> state to state relocation. And I recently saw his uh, it was either the baby shower or a gender reveal party. And this dude just looked like, dog, I'm stuck with this. Because like, he, he got back with her and, it, you know, they're going to try to work things out. I'm like, yo, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't. Like, establish that relationship now of, hey, I'm going to be there for the kids, you know, let's work together. You know, let's be adults about the situation. But you know I've seen, seen his pictures and he just looks. You know, I learned about that. You know, guys look at the kids, right? And it's like, well, you know, I, I want to be. With my wife, I want to. When I have kids, I want to be with that woman because you know she's the mother of my child, right? Mm-hmm. Those kids got a life to live. Yeah. The woman has a life to live. My G, and I'm gonna say it like this, and y'all probably gonna be like, "What? This dude is a jerk." Man, fuck them kids. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they, you know, they gonna get over it. You yeah. feel me? Like they gonna understand. Like. Honestly, you give them enough time, children will actually see, like, okay, I see why dad left mom. Yeah. Mom was jack tripping. Like, I live with mom every day, and I see what mom... Because, let's be honest, the child is going to see what your mother does, right? Or what their mother does. They're going to see what their mother does, and they're going to see that their father is the opposite of that. So they're going to understand, all right, I see why dad's gone. You know what I'm saying? As long as you keep that relationship with your child... That child's gonna understand. It's when you don't talk to the child at all. Yeah. Now some guys say, "Oh, you know, she keeps me from my kids." Yo, go that's, to court. That's not. You go to court. You don't, fight don't for it that it. way. You fight. fight for it. Fight. Go there. Uh, but you know, to not fight for it and just not, you know, be quiet about it. That's when your kid look at you like you just you just scum of the earth. When in reality, you know, what I'm saying they don't really know the situation prior to, and it's, yeah. like, it's not like the mother's gonna say, "I did your father wrong." She's not gonna say that. They'll, they'll, uh, they'll see it one day. They'll Believe see it or not, one day. They will see it, one, see day. it one day. Um, Just not soon if you don't be there for them. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, our big topic that we wanted to wrap on. Uh, holding grudges and being unbothered. And this actually touches into it. Um, what Ooh, we were just saying. We talking about our man Amarion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. That man's my hero. Oh, the the interview he did and um, so they asked him, 
for those who don't know, you know, Marion's going through situation. His, his cat, his co-worker um, from the group B2K is now dating his baby mother. And they were saying a lot of stuff in the media. And when he did his interview, his response was, I don't feel any ways about them. And just that statement alone, you know. He won. Yeah. He won the battle. He won the war. Like, you can't say, if she says something negative about him, it just makes her look worse. She can't say anything about it. You have got to learn to let grudges go, fellas. Mm-hmm. Find, get to a place that makes you happy. Yes. Um, and grow from it. Grow from it. Now, we talked about a nice guy. And, uh, speaking on that, those type of subjects, how the kids will know and the kids will know. Because if you are a nice guy, they will know. Um, in my situation, with my ex, I ran into her nephew. Uh, about a year ago, nephew was 10 at the time. First thing he did when I saw him, he ran up to me and hugged me. He said, I miss you, man. I really do. And that to me, not her son. Well, I haven't seen her son since, since the breakup. But that to me, her nephew doing that, lets me know he knows I'm a nice guy. And the thing is, I don't hold any grudges. You know, I feel the same way. Like, yo, if you're happy, you're happy. I'm not, not even a nice guy. He just knows that you're a good man. Yeah. You're a good man. I, I've talked to people from, you know, this is when breaking first happened. I talked to people from her circle, and they said, um, yo, we can't say nothing bad about you. You was a good dude. Like, you ain't cheat on her. You didn't do nothing extra. You was a, a, a good man to her. And people who ask me nowadays, like, do you hate her? Do you hold a grudge? Do you, how do you feel? I was like, oh, I don't feel any ways about her. I mean, I don't even care. yeah, like, like, I wouldn't have thought about it until you brought this up. Exactly. I'm unbothered by her situation. And, well, how do you feel I'm unbothered? Because a <laughs> little bit of info about me. I was engaged. Got, got together with her. We were together seven years. Got engaged. Realized some truths about our relationship. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take, take my energy. I'm going to take my time and move away. And people were just bombarding me like, yo, you just seemed like you were just unbothered. Like, you had that one week, one or two weeks where you were just upset and you were just happier. You know, one of the best compliments I can receive from people or you can receive from anybody is you look happier. Mm-hmm. And I tell people, yo, it's a place of unbotheredness when you know... Same way when you did play sports, fellas, and you look over film, and all oh, these are my mistakes as well. I got to do wrong. Uh, this is why I got to do better. I did. You supposed to do that with your life. And I say at the end of the relationship, oh, I know I was a good man. I know I was a good person to her. So there's nothing that can be said. Oh well, you did this to her. You did that. Nah, I know I was a good man to that woman. So I'm unbothered by any of her actions. You know. Oh, well, she's doing this, she's doing that. Okay. I mean, I'm unbothered by the situation. I'm at a place where I'm happy. My happiness is is paramount to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I know, um, and I feel like Omarion's at that place. Like, okay, she's the mother of my kids. If As long as she's not doing anything that alters or warps my children's mind, why do I care? Let her go out there and do her. Like you said, change the narrative. I tell people, nah, I don't have any beef at all. It's just keep your energy away from me. I just want to be happy, mm-hmm. and I want to grow from my happiness. Mm-hmm. So change the narrative of, oh, there's got to be some type of beef where, where 
Penel has to hate his ex just because we know that the ex hates him and she talks bad about him. No, it's okay. Like, let me just grow. I know you've had your situations and been, you know, and you've had to learn to be unbothered. I had to learn to be unbothered, you know. In my situation, you know, granted, I've had situations with women in the past, but it was always a mutual respect at the end of the day. Like, there's a lot of girls that I've messed with that, you know what I mean, we may not talk like that or, you know, because I'm one of those guys, when I'm done with you, I'm done with you. I'm not going back. That's just me. You know, I, I see guys do that. That's just not who I am as a man. Like, I, I, I'm moving forward. No matter what happens in my life, I move forward. So, you know, there's women in my past that, you know, they respect the fact that, you know, I'm doing my thing. I respect the fact that they're doing their thing. It's no real beef, you know. They just hate the fact that I didn't settle with them. And that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, my recent situation, that was a... Uh, that was growth for me. That was yeah. a big growth. Uh, that was just big growth that had to had to occur because I didn't realize, you know, I thought that I was in a place where I didn't think I could evolve no more. You know what I mean? And and as long as you live, you're constantly evolving. You're gonna constantly grow. But I thought I was at the pinnacle of who of who I was gonna be. You know, I had no idea that I would get into a situation that would force my hand, that would force me to really be the rose that came out the concrete. I went through so much in that situation um, from being dragged, you know, being called emotionally abusive, just so many things. And granted, I had my part because maybe the way I had ended the situation, maybe I should have gave the girl a chance to talk. Maybe I should have. But I was at a point where I'm just like, you're a liar to me. There's nothing you can say that's going to change this 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 decision that I've made as a man and I just knew that it was just gonna be a war if I listened to her speak and then I'd have been like all right I'm still out you know what I'm saying so for me it was just like don't even talk to me um and you know at the time I hated her I, I really did because all the things that I was hearing you know what I'm saying? And, and all the ways that she would attack me on the phone, like she would text my number. I would go through periods of blocking and unblocking her. Blocking and unblocking her. Because at one point, I thought I was going to have a son. Yeah, I uh, thought I was going to have a son. And and my thing is, you know, if I'm going to have a child, as much as I, I'm not fond of her, I have to deal with her in a way, you know, co-parent for, for the child. And I think that was fair. So I, I was going through periods where I was blocking and unblocking her because I'm like, yo, like, what the hell did I get myself into? What am I going to do? How do I get out of this? You know what I'm saying? But, I, you know, I at, at one point in my life, I accepted my fate that this is just the way it's going to be. And when that boy comes or when that boy, you know, was supposed to have come, I mean, I don't know what happened in that situation. I just never met the... the the I, bitch lied about being pregnant. I say, I, I, I call it spade a spade. She lied. The bitch lied about being pregnant. Bro, like, that's I, that's she, what happened. I mean, I'll be fair. I I I, I think I'm more. <laughs> I think I'm more fair in that. I still give it a. You know, maybe something happened. Who knows? But um, I, I just look at it like I uh, I had to grow up, man, because I had to be unbothered. 
at one point I was I was I felt like I was doing a good job of not saying much. Um although she would she would hit me up and say, People are saying that you're saying this and I'm like, what the hell? Like it's at a point where I'm not even talking about you no more. I, yeah, I was, I, I ain't gonna hold you. I was talking to someone else at this point. Like I was, I, it was one time the girl dropped the PlayStation off in my crib. I had another girl at, at my house. And so I know she saw the car outside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was, I was nervous because I had went to get some eat because you know what I mean? I, I left the, the girls taking a nap in my bed and I'm coming back. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, PlayStation on my side of my crib. Like, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? I'm mm. like, dang, I'm glad Shorty stayed in the house. Cause I just felt like because the, the girl that was at you know in my bed, she was a, a very nice girl. Very calm girl, you know. She's not the type of girl that would, you know, get into any trouble. And so when you deal with somebody who is very combative, yeah. but then you you have someone who's like very calm, that combative person, they're gonna be even more confidence. They'll be like, yeah, this person, they not they're just quiet. They're going to be, you know, they're going to be a little timid. Um, quiet ones be the ones who know how to fight. The quiet ones do be the ones that's the most dangerous. But, 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 yeah, but, yeah, but I, I, knew, I knew this girl. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I knew, like, she's not the warrior type. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, she's more of a healer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm the warrior. She's the mage. You know what I'm saying? Whereas my ex, we were both warriors. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, there was no healing with her. It was like, if she was in it, I was in it, I was in it, she was in it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, I I just really had to grow up because I, even the girl that, that was I was dealing with at the time, she was like, look, you have to let it go at some point. Like, granted, you know, you're going to have to adjust to the situation, whatever the outcome is, but you got to heal from this. Yeah. You can't constantly, you know, hold on to it because it was affecting my relationship with her. You know what I'm saying? To the point where we we had fell off. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like I would try to move on and this girl would just keep coming. You know, she would keep coming with some heat and it was just being toxic to what I had going on. And in my head, it was so unfair to me because deep down, I felt like deep down, I knew she had moved on. Yeah. I knew that she was doing her thing. But you know, she was being toxic to me, trying to stop me from doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? That's how I looked at it. I could be wrong. No, no, and you're not. You know, and, and, and that, in any case she hears this podcast, you know what I'm saying? I can say, look, Shorty, I was wrong. Maybe I was wrong, but... I think we all, in human nature, when you break up with somebody and it's a bad breakup, there's a there's a certain grace period to where you're like, I just want to hear something bad about them to make me feel, feel better. And that's that's completely okay. That's human nature. That's how you... You know what's funny? I was not like that with my last situation. I was so happy to be done. But to but be, I told you to be done. But I told you that. Oh, I told you when y'all were together. I was like, yeah, she ain't the one for you. Everyone I, was telling me that though. Everyone was like, yo, she's not your type. Like you like quiet girls. You like girls that's in the cut. Like yeah. this girl is too old out there for you. And in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, but maybe opposites attract. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like maybe I was a try. Like you know, I'm 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 low key in the cut. You know what I'm saying? She's like out there. As long as she don't ruin my or mess up my world, I'm good, right? Man, did I? Man, it, the worlds collided, and the, it was like with, um, with you, with you. And I'm not saying because when I said I was like, well, everybody goes through may go through that phase and all, and it's it's possible some people don't. I think that. I think that with uh, a lot of people who don't go through it, or no matter how big or how small, because I went through that, I'll be honest, I went through that maybe the first 
month or two. And then by the third month, um, I heard some news and I was like, you know what? I, I don't want to hear that no more. Just, just let's not speak to that person. Like Voldemort. He, you know, she who shall not be named. We're not. Seriously. Yeah, like I don't want to hear nothing about that. But I think it's perfectly normal to, to feel that way. And you just got to grow from that and say, hey, I don't want. With your situation, I feel like you were just fed up. You were just, when you stick a cup underneath of a water fountain too long and it was just all flowing, you just wanted out. Like, yo, just take me out. I just I just don't want to be on this situation no more. I don't want to be part of this team anymore. And she, um, so when it finally happened and she gave you a reason, she messed up big time and she gave you a reason to get out. Now you're like, hey, this is freedom. This is this is my escape from Alcatraz. I I low I low key felt like I was a coward because I should have just been like, yeah, I'm out. But, <laughs> yeah. but you know, I was just so happy. I don't, I don't like, think she would have let you that easily. You know, nah. You know, it's so funny when I heard the news that I heard, I was ecstatic because it was like, yes, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying it was like, this is it, I'm free, <laughs> and you know. <laughs> It, it's so evil. Well, I don't even think it's evil. No, nah, it's not. It's not. It, it, it was just like, yo, like, <laughs> I'm just glad to be free. She, um, <laughs> so, and, and now you now you have the point, like, it's been two years since mine. I don't hold any grudges towards that ex at all, you know. Yeah. I don't, actually, and I've had exes try to reconnect, like, just as friends and in the sense of, can I ask you for advice because you are a you rational are, person? Yeah, you're a rational person. You got a good head on your shoulders. I've had more than one ex contact me on that tip. Um, so no, I don't have any, and I don't. I definitely know that you don't have any grudge towards yours. No, I have no grudge towards mine. I, I literally, I forgave her for everything, um, because I said to myself, you know, I'm accountable for my my book. Yeah, I'm the author of my book, so. My book has to be the story that I want to tell. It has to be the story that was made for me. And it was like I got back in the gym. I lost. I'm. I lost my weight, man. I've been. I've been. You know, working out, getting my hands ready. You know, um, finishing up things that I, I didn't. I didn't really finish up. Um, you know, just just being back on my grind and my purpose because that's. My passion. That at the end of the day, everybody's purpose is what makes them happy. Fellas, find your passion. You know, and um, I had to get on that, and I think my life has just been so much peaceful. It's been so much more peaceful since that situation. So I don't, I don't um feel any type of way towards her at all. I'm unbothered by whatever she has going on. I'm happy for her. You know, if she's happy, I'm happy. If she's sad, I'm still happy. You know what I mean? I'm just happy yeah. either way because. It's not my problem anymore. When you get out of it, it's almost like when you, a bad relationship is like being in jail. Mm. Like when when that relationship really takes a turn, it's like mm. being in jail, and you just like, dog, I'm just glad I'm out. I don't got to deal with this no more. The I don't sad gotta... thing was, and the sad thing is, and, and to her credit, because she may hear this one day, so I'm gonna I'm keep it. I'm gonna keep it a bug with her. To her credit, we ain't really argue like that. Like we we would have arguments every now and then, but that'd just be like a difference of opinions. But when y'all argued, that that shit was like yeah, when we, the fourth when we, <laughs> the fourth great ninja war. That's yeah. that was shit. <laughs> when y'all argued, it was like oh. it was peaceful, bro. And you know, I, I think sexually, we were both. You know, what I'm saying we were both at a uh, we were both compatible. We were both compatible sexually, man. Like me and her, <laughs> like I ain't gonna hold you. Like it was disgusting. 
And it was discussed in a great way. You know what I'm saying? It was cool. You know? But uh outside of it, I just felt like we had a conflict we had conflicting views of life, you know. Maybe I don't you know, zodiac signs, it could be, you know, real or fake or you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm a Pisces, she a Virgo. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So we're naturally like opposites. You know what I'm saying? So, but I mean, it, it is what it is. And I'm, I'm happy for her. I wish her peace. And, you know, fellas, just don't hold no grudges, man. Yeah. Be unbothered. No matter what happens, be unbothered. Because but, at the end of the day, both you and her are going to look back at it and y'all going to realize this shit was dumb. All right, y'all. <laughs> we out. We'll see y'all next.